welcome to another bonus interview edition of Sci-Fi Fidelity. Today we have a very special follow-up to our discussion of Lost in Space on Netflix. We got to talk with one of the cast members of the show, Mina Sundwall, who got her start on Law & Order SVU, where a lot of struggling TV artists get their foot in the door. And she went on to land roles in a couple of Julianne Moore films, Free Held and Maggie's Plan. Now she's won the hearts of Lost in Space fans as the funny and relatable Penny Robinson on the Netflix reboot. We wanted to get her to speculate on what will be happening in season two, since Lost in Space was fortunate enough to get the renewal announcement just over a week ago as I'm recording this podcast. So let's take a listen to our chat with Mina Sundwall of Lost in Space. Hi. Hi, Michael. How are you? Hi. I'm also here with Dave, my co-host for the podcast. Hey, Mina. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We really enjoyed Lost in Space, and we kind of feel like it was a long time ago, and so it's great to be able to talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, it feels like now that it's been out for, I mean, just over a month at this point, it feels like we spent so much time waiting for it to come out, and now that it's come out, the past month has blown by so quickly. Well, congratulations, first of all, on the season two renewal. I'm Thank sure that you. was made you very happy. <laughs> and us, Thank too. Thank you. Yes, it's so exciting. Well, let me start with a question about your character, of course. Each member of the Robinson family seems to have been trained to perform a specific job. And Penny just seems to jump in and do whatever needs to be done. And other than the fact that she has an extensive collection of classic literature on her phone, we don't know a whole lot about her background. So what is her specialty? Yes, um, I think that something that is so important to remember is that these are people that are colonizing and they're not necessarily explorers. That's something that I think is really important, especially for the dynamic of the family. And Penny takes this entire mission on a very different note. She is the one non-science person in a science family. She's interested in literature and philosophy, and she takes it on more of this rediscovering and perseverance of humanity and when you are into language and when you are into speaking and reading and writing on a colonized mission, what do you become? You become the head of communication. And that's, that's what she is. Now, oh, that kind of fits in nicely with the uh, idea anyway. That's good. Yeah. Now, there's a great scene uh, that I really loved early on because you weren't sure who was going to be doing what. And Penny jumps into a rover to rescue her parents. And now the question is, yes. <laughs> the question is just, you know, given your age in real life, do you have your driver's license and how, how much driving did you actually get to do in that scene? <laughs> um, yeah, I am 16. I was 15 when we shot and I did <laughs> not have my driver's license and I wasn't actually allowed to drive the chariot. What you see me doing is against a green screen, and it was a lot of fun to be able to see it the first time I saw it. I mean, this chariot is super cool. It's huge. And I definitely, when I first saw it, and when I saw the script that I was supposed to drive it, I was scared that I would, you know, crash the whole thing, and everybody would hate me, and I would get fired. But um, <laughs> thank God for movie magic, I had an incredible stunt double and she did the real driving on real terrain, and she gets to make me look a lot more badass than I actually am. Well, what's interesting is that I think you probably set the tone very early in that sense for your character. So did you feel like that was an accurate representation of her deciding to jump in when, at that time, Judy couldn't? 
Definitely. I think that something that is so true to Penny is that um, there are certain moments when she knows what to do, like she knows what the right thing to do is, and she just follows her gut, and she can be a very spontaneous person, and sometimes that doesn't work out for her, but sometimes it does. And taking that initiative and taking charge is very, very important to her, and in the end, you know, she she saved her family, so I think (laughs) it was for the better. (laughs) That's right. Now, I've read that all or or certainly most of the cast has really gone back and looked at the original series, and I suspect you did as well and, and saw some of your predecessor in the original series. So the little romance that you have with VJ points out to me the shift in the gender power structure from the 1960s to 2017-18. So without getting too deep here, what was this relationship all about? I think that especially the story overall, it's a space story. It is at a a certain level. And we are quite literally in space. It is sci-fi. We are on a spaceship. But at the same time, it is a story that follows people. It's a story that follows a relatively ordinary family with kids that are growing. And part of Penny becoming a teenager is learning to deal with the the boy crush and where that goes and whether or not it goes well. And that's what I love about it too, is that it follows the kind of up and down of humans and human emotions. Well, the interesting thing there is that as a 2018 teenage girl, you seem to understand that you're a lot more mature than a boy your age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Most of my friends are boys. And if I had to act like that 24-7. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, though. The VJ was definitely being guided along for sure. But it's funny because we don't get to see too much backstory of Penny's life on Earth. But the fact that Judy has a different father is quite an understated little plot point. And so how do you envision the relationship between Judy and Penny? Because they don't really seem to have too much of a sibling rivalry or even half-sister issues, but there's still a little bit of that. So how would you characterize it? Do you mean the relationship between Judy and Penny in general, or Judy and Penny because of Maureen's previous marriage? Yeah, I'm just wondering, does that even crop up for you at all? I mean, Or is it just more traditional and we just kind of leave it in the background? Oh, I think it's definitely more, I mean, it's, it's more traditional. There's never a question of whether or not they're completely sisters just because of, the literal relationship between them. They are sisters and they have the relationship that sisters have. And I think that this family has so many different dynamics and dimensions to it that there's kind of many different elements that could be thrown our way. But at the end of the day, we make a family and we care about each other the way that any average family would be just because there's a, there's an element that's not, you know, part of the standard idea. It doesn't make us any different. Yeah, I kind of like that. (laughs) Well, now that you've had a taste of the convention circuit and will undoubtedly have more, what do you enjoy about it? And have there been any weird or humorous encounters you can share with us? Um, I've, I've had a very little taste of the convention world, and I hope that I'll get to experience more. I think it's so incredible to see everybody dressing up cosplaying was not something that I was very familiar with. And I haven't seen people cosplaying for for our show quite yet. I've seen people cosplaying for other shows. But just this entire idea of dressing up as other characters, I find super cool. But for us personally, 
just the fact that people walk up and acknowledge that they love the show or they tell us what parts they loved um, and seeing the faces of the people that react to our show, the people that watch our show and either relate with or despise certain characters. I love it. Um, I love being able to have that connection. I think it's so special. And I haven't personally had any super weird experiences yet, but I have had people running up to us kind of screaming and jumping and I was a little bit caught off guard. I didn't really know how to react in that situation. <laughs> yeah. It, wait until you get the first person cosplaying as you. That's <laughs> I'm sure that will happen soon. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously you don't know anything yet about season two, but let's just speculate a little bit because we're kind of led to believe that we're in store for a more traditional reboot. Now that we're down to the original cast, the Robinsons, mm-hmm. Dr. Smith mm-hmm. and Don West. And that's who was in the original series. Right, right, right. And so now instead of having all the colonists, I mean, would that be something that you would be down for? <laughs> I, it would definitely would be something I'm down for. I'm very excited to see where the writers take it. They left us in a very different position from where we started. I do expect us to travel into new worlds and, and see new parts of the universe. And hopefully there we'll meet either other people or other life forms. But for Penny, I'm really, really curious to see what teenage troubles the writers are going to think up for her. I think it'll be very excited to see her grow into her own skin, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure that it won't be completely painless because every time that Penny gets in trouble, we discover something about her and we kind of add this other layer to her character, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. The more that I've been able to have her in my head, the more that I realize how complex she is and how many layers she has. She's very caring and she's very headstrong, but she's scared and she's also brave and it creates this kind of interesting combination and this balance inside. And so as she grows, I think the complexities of her character will also become more evident. And I don't know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting to play her in every step along the way and, and see every little teenage up and down she goes through. Now, Will seems to hold both sisters in high regard and Penny's relationship with her little brother seems to be different than Judy's. Uh, You know, how do you see it? Um, well, I think that Penny looks up to Will in a lot of ways. He's very, very young, but at the same time, he's the know-it-all geologist of the family, who I think there's, there's this level of recognizing that nobody's perfect. Like, he didn't score the highest as the rest of us in the tests that are required to be accepted into the program, but he is at the same time the person that saved us all in the beginning. And I think that there's a very, very high level of respect for her little brother and she doesn't really view him as a little brother. She views him as completely equal and in admiration of him many times. On a non-show note, uh, we happened to notice that you had an Instagram live video in which you were dealing with the stress of the SAT. So we're kind of curious how you've been dealing with school and what your plans are for the future. Yes, I was. I was dealing with the ACTs. I've taken the ACTs and I'm finally at the end of the school year. Thank goodness. It's coming to a close very soon. I have final exams coming up, but I enjoy school. I've always enjoyed school. And so it's not really something that's like a downer. I find it really, really fun. But at the same time, I'm excited to be done with high school. So there's that (laughs) nice balance. But yeah, as of right now, it's just been lots and lots of exams and lots of studying and, you know, very little sleep, the usual. 
<laughs> well, good luck to you in that and all your other endeavors. And we can't wait to see season two. So thanks so much for talking to us today about Lost in Space. Thank you so much. Thanks again for listening to this very special interview edition of Sci-Fi Fidelity. Join us again in June where we'll have more show discussions and interviews to share with you from our favorite genre television programs. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.